You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcaster Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you joining me here on what here in St. Louis is a rainy Saturday morning. We've been getting a, a bit of rain all of a sudden. Uh, we were having some nice days. The rain is upon us. So, always a good time when there's rain happening. Let's see. Who's all checking in? Good morning, Todd. How are you, sir? Maria, good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning. Appreciate you tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about five excuses for not writing a business plan. Imagine when some of you saw the headlines, you you thought that, cool, you're going to be off the hook. This Aaron guy would stop talking about business plans. He's driving me crazy with it. But no, Unfortunately for you, <laughs> the conversation this morning is going to be about um, why those excuses don't hold water. So good morning, Martha. Joe, good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning. Hopefully everything's going okay over in your neck of the woods there. Todd says, I'm just walking around the house, pelting the kids with things. Good times. <laughs> okay. Sounds like more to the story there, but uh, yes, Richard, good morning. Thank you for joining me. Um, again, for those of you just, just tuning in here, our, our goal today is uh, to talk about the excuses for not writing a business plan, but not about why those are okay excuses, but instead to for excuses, why these excuses are not value. And really, my main goal is to give you guys permission to invest in yourself and permission to invest in your business. And, and when we talk about investing, it's not always about investing money, the dollars. A lot of times what we need to do is, is find a way to invest more time into the right things of our business. That's my ultimate goal for this morning is to spend about 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. We'll see how we, how we do here and um, talk about the excuses that I have used, <laughs> the excuses that I've heard, and then why those don't hold water, and then how do we get some, some time to do these things? How do we get some time to invest in our, our businesses? So, uh, Tanya, good morning. So, uh, all right, I, Joe, I, I, put, I just put it later on my calendar again this morning. So. Uh, there we go. All right, Wade, good morning. Thank you for, for joining me this morning, and uh, hopefully everybody's doing good here. So um, let's dive in if you guys are ready. So first thing I want to do, Kim, good morning. Thanks for popping in. Hopefully everything's going well for you as well. Everybody, again, I hope everybody's doing good this morning. Uh, eight o'clock here central time, so uh, nine o'clock on the east coast, but uh, six o'clock on the West Coast for those West Coast folks, if anybody's up bright and early this morning. Um, no coffee for me. I'm trying to cut back a little bit on the coffee. So got some water here. So cheers to everybody this morning. All right. So let's let's dive into this here. First off, the question I, I have for you guys, let me get this adjusted a little bit so you can see my fuzzy hair this morning. Um, 
<laughs> Got it. Thanks, Joe. I'm sorry. I wasn't following along. So working on my business plan later on the calendar again. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's common for everybody. You're not the only one in that boat. Um, in fact, I know it's common for me. Um, there's definitely certain things with uh, our success group that uh, I need to be working on and uh, am getting drug a little more in from time to time, as, as Todd knows. So, you know, th these are how things go. This is the way it works. So, um, so first question I have for you guys. So the first question here is who has written out a business plan? Does anybody have something in writing? So we'll start there. Does anybody have something actually in writing for their business? Something that, you know, doesn't have to be finished, but have actually taken the time to actually write down something, some sort of a plan, a mission, uh, guidelines, policies, something. Um, so who's got that? Let, let's start there. And uh, Mayra, good morning. And uh, appreciate you joining us. And Maria, good. Thanks. I'm glad that you're working on it. Uh, that That's very important. Uh, Nan, or, I'm sorry, Wade, not yet. Got to find the time. There we go. Uh, Nan says, morning, no business plan. Uh, Todd says, 24-ounce 24, 24 monster and a bag of cheese popcorn gone already. I'm ready to make this day mine. Wow, Todd, you are really getting after it today. Um, Todd says, yes, from the quick boot camp we did. Good. <laughs> Kim says breakfast of champions for, for Todd and his 24 ounce monster. Yikes. <laughs> uh, Mara says, no, I need to work on it. Uh, Valerie says have not, but working on rough draft. Good, 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 good. So um, we've got some no's. Uh, we, we've got some uh, Wade. No, not yet. Got to find the time. Uh, what, what are some of, some of your excuses? What are some of the excuses that you've heard out there? That's, that's the next question. Um, so we'll, we'll get that going there. Um, so those of you that do have a, at least a rough draft or at least are, are working on it and stuff like that, does it have specifics of what success looks like for you? Is, is that clearly stated? Can you go to that and say, Yep, this is what success looks like for me. Um, if you do have a plan, how often do you review it and make sure that you're on track? Uh, the other question is, if there are employees or, or others involved in your business, like maybe your spouse or you have a business partner, do you discuss it? You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, sit down meetings, but it could be, you know, email exchanges, spending some time working on it, asking questions. Uh, working together on different projects that uh, relate to your business plan, you know, so those things. So if you have one that you're either working on rough draft or, or whatnot, uh, does it have the specifics of success? And then how often do you review it and track those metrics of success? And when I say metrics, uh, Todd is not here live with me right now, but Todd is my, uh, Aaron to English translator, apparently. So I'll try to translate my crazy talk sometimes. But uh, when I say metrics, I mean, you know, what, what is success? What, how do you measure that? What, you know, because your idea of success and my idea of success probably are very different. You know, do you need to make a million dollars in two weeks to be successful? 
or is just having something that is um, viable, that helps you pay your bills, that allows you to work from home, th those types of things. So yes, Todd, Todd will do the translating. Um, <laughs> Todd says, uh, you and I have never discussed an OSG business plan. Never, ever, not even a thousand times. Um, my, my guess is, is that is um, a little bit sarcasm possibly because uh, I know I drive Todd crazy with it. So it's even better. Um, and then, uh, yes, Todd, appreciate the translation there. So, um, all right. So we've got time as, as a, again, I'm not saying that these are the, I'm not calling people out and going, well, you're just making excuses, blah, blah, blah. I'm on my pulpit here. I'm again, all of these are things that I've said, all these things that are things that I do currently in my own brain. And, uh, you know, so a lot of this discussion here today is me debunking for myself, but I hope that you guys get something out of this as well. Um, so Marissa's don't have time or I'm too busy. Uh, to totally understand that. And uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Todd says, measurement metrics. What kind of things are you using to track and reference for the goals you set? <laughs> there we go. Good. <laughs> uh, this could, you, you could like write an app or something, Todd. You know, it's kind of like a, the Babel app that, that Google has or whatnot for, for like English to Spanish translation or French or whatever it is that you're, you're trying to translate. You could have the Aaron to English app translation app so that would that would be cool <laughs> all right so again just my point being is that i've used all of these things so I, I don't want anybody to feel like i'm talking down to them i don't want anybody to feel like you're a bad business person because you haven't found the time or you know whatever it is that that has held you back from this we all have those blocks me included so the goal here today is to have a discussion about those blocks in hopes that by discussing them, by getting these things out in the open and, and maybe re-examining, re-just um, talking about it so we can go, okay, yes, makes sense. I need to think about this a little bit differently, that that will give us the permission to go and, and start working on some of these things and, and making the time for it. Um, so Nan says, I never thought about it as I went into this by accident but have been waiting to finalize my business and, and what my focus will be. Perfect. So, man, this is uh, business planning is a huge part of that and gives you a ton of information to be able to focus and finalize the business and, and, and do those things. So you're in a perfect spot to be able to be working on these things. Um, awesome. Cool. All right. So yes, the number one reason that I've used, the number one reason that I've heard is I don't have the time. So we, we think that it's lack of time. And, and, and again, I, I feel this way all the time. I look at my to-do list and I go, when am I going to find the time to review this, to put more do, you know, to, to reach out to Todd, to talk to my wife, to you know, because, you know, I need to talk to my wife about what's going on with our son. And so I don't want to waste, quote unquote, waste hours talking to her about our business. You know, um, I do. But, you know, where do you where do you make this happen? So here's the deal. We, we think that it's lack of time, but we all have the exact same amount of hours in the day. You know, 
it doesn't matter what place we're at, how old we are. It doesn't matter, you know, our, our circumstances. It doesn't matter, you know, if we're Bill Gates or if we're Aaron Montgomery, we all have 24 hours. So when we talk about lack of time, really lack of time ends up being more about lack of prioritizing it. Now, I'm not saying that it has to be the number one priority, but what I'm saying is that when we say to ourselves, we don't have the time for it, it really means that we haven't taken the time to prioritize it or move it up our to-do list. Like Joe had said earlier, it, it keeps getting moved back on the calendar. You know, it, it bubbles up to the top of my to-do list. I, I use Asana and it bubbles up to the top of that. And more often than I'd like, I end up going and changing the date and moving it back a couple of days, moving it back a week, moving it back a month. And, and so really when we talk about not having the time, it is actually really not having the ability or desire to prioritize that in our business at that time. Other things seem to be more pressing. But if we reframe that and we start thinking about what the benefits of having a plan are, we might be able to prioritize that differently. So once you have a plan, things will be faster. You know, because when you have a plan, you have the guardrails, you have the understanding of what the decisions are that you need to make. So when things pop up, instead of having to go figure it out and spend time trying to make sure that I make the right decision, if I've already taken the time to have a business plan or whatever you want to call it, I can now make those decisions much quicker, therefore gaining more time. Um, so that's one thing. You can also gain more time by having a plan because you'll have less mistakes. You'll have less times when you are going full force at something and realize after you've spent hours doing that thing that it was actually a waste of time. So now you're wasting less time because you've actually taken the time first to determine where the, what the goal is, what we need to do. We get things in our mind straight first. And then when we actually go to execute those things and actually do those things, now we have already thought about it. We've already kind of gotten some ideas of what we need to do. So now we can execute faster, execute in a way that's more in line with what our goals are. And again, that saves us from the catastrophic failures. It saves us from the big major headaches that we that do suck up our time. You know, it, if we know who the customers are that we want to be working with, if we know <clears throat> what our goals are, if we know what you know kind of products and services we need to be offering that work that connect with us and and do all those things, all of a sudden you feel like you have so much more time because you're doing the things that you love. You're 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 feeling successful. And the moment you start feeling more successful is the moment you start feeling like you have more time. So there's the first one, time. So time becomes 
prioritizing as opposed to actually finding the time. So A, just prioritize it, but know that if you do prioritize it, it is going to get you more time. It's going to give you more value, all right? So that's number one. Um, let's see here, what comments we've got here. Todd says, I will though, if you want to take your business serious, you need to make the time to work on your business, not in it. Most would put a 10,000 piece puzzle together without a picture. Most wouldn't put a 10,000 piece puzzle together without a picture for reference. I have to read that correctly or it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so yes, that, that is true. You, you, need, you need some reference point. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more here in, in a bit, some, some different things here. Look, where's my, uh, hold on a second. I gotta get into my notes here. Um, why can't I find what I was talking about there? Oh boy. All right. Well, well, we'll get to it. It's in here somewhere, but it's not popping up to me right ahead, right away. Um, all right. So uh, I'm not sure if there were some other kind of, again, I, I don't want to use excuses as like a talking down or, or you know, you, you guys should feel bad about your excuses, darn it. No, it's excuses internally or, or things that are holding us back. All right. So um, Sharon, good morning. Thanks for, for popping in and I appreciate you being here. All right. So the second thing that that I've heard or that I've used um, is that, you know what, my business is growing. So I really don't need to do that right now. I, I've got more work than, than I, I want right now. So I need to take care of this. I, I don't have time to work on my business. So it does come back to the time, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm being successful right now. So uh, I don't need a business plan. Well, first, my first point to that is a congratulations. Uh, that is awesome. Second, I know lots of people have a, who have grown right out of the starting gate because, you know, when you're starting at zero, growth is the only option. I've also known, uh, in fact, been involved uh, with several companies that have grown like rocket ships and they didn't have a plan. And guess what happened after that growth? They had no way of controlling it and they ran themselves out of business, yet their business was growing income wise, as far as sales and all that other stuff, but they didn't have a plan. They didn't have any direction. They didn't have any why. And therefore they struck one of them struggled, went out of business, uh, us screen, uh, maker of the, the T jet. They, they grew like crazy, but nobody had any idea. There was no plan. Um, and it, you know, it started as a, a little family company with just a couple of employees and was great when that was happening because they could keep their arms around it. But when there was over 100 employees and no managers, no plan, no process, no idea, um, they woke up one day and realized that their company was not profitable and they couldn't pay their bills. <laughs> so, you know, uh, another company picked the gift is, is struggling mightily right now, yet they've grown. Um, I ran the numbers just the other day. Year over year growth was has been um, 205%. And uh, on, on pace to be a $7 million a year company, yet struggling mightily, no plan, no why, no understanding, no culture. Um, so that working on the business, even when you're growing, is very important. And, you know, as we are all experiencing right now, things happen, you know, and I'm extremely optimistic about the changes that the situation will bring about. 
as we continue to get through this, as we all continue to evolve and figure out what the new normal is going to look like. Um, but I've also seen growing companies that are now struggling and, and failing. You know, uh, so 17% of small businesses fail because of lack of a business model. So again, what you call it, a business plan, a business model. Uh, I think Todd at one point, as we were going through the little boot camp that that we did a, a while back, <laughs> called it his baller book. Um, you know, we had all sorts of great ideas for what you might want to actually call your plan, um, and and that part doesn't matter. What what matters is the act of working on your business. All right, so that's the second one. Business is growing, so I don't need it. Well, I'm here to say that I've seen firsthand the fact that you do need it. Um, the next one that I've heard or used, um, again, most of these are, no, all of these are things that I've uh, used before, um, but let me get to Todd's comment here real quick. If you lose a dollar on every hundred dollars you sell, you lose 70,000 on 7 million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is a good point. When you don't, uh, <laughs> you, you can't make up in volume <laughs> when you're losing money. And, and that's unfortunately what happened with, with US Screen. They woke up one day and discovered that uh, once they did finally kind of put a bill of materials together that uh, every single one of those TJs they were selling were uh, actually a, at a loss and therefore didn't matter how many we sold because we had to sell more to get enough money to cover payroll. And so we were selling a lot, but uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't know our numbers. We didn't uh, have the overhead in place and, and things like that. So, um, so yes, having a plan in place helps from that happening. All right, so uh, number one, don't have the time. Number two, business is growing, not needed. Number three, no one will follow it anyways. Okay, certainly understood. You know, you, it, it, it can be very frustrating when you put a lot of work in and, and nobody is, you know, you, you've got this great plan and you've got it right there and well, nobody's following the plan. Okay, well, um, E plus R equals O. Does, does anybody know what that means? If anybody's been listening to me <laughs> at all, you probably have, have heard me say that before. Um, but E plus R equals O. Good morning, Jerry. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you being here. So um, E plus R equals O. So I'll, I'll wait for you guys to, to give me what the, uh, Todd, what's the translation there? But uh, you know, it's it's up to you to take a hundred percent responsibility for your business. <laughs> e plus R equals O is our band name. Um, oh, I, I missed the link. What link did you share, Todd? So uh, E plus R equals O is is our band name. Yes, our boy band that uh, Todd and I are going to be starting soon. Uh, but there's also another meaning to it. So hopefully we'll get to that. But it's it's up to you to take a hundred percent responsibility for your business. Oh, June, maybe, maybe this is a link. Maybe I'm the link. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling here this morning. I don't know why uh, the brain's not fully connecting. So we're, we're getting there. We're going to have fun though, either way. Um, all right. So we need to take hundred percent responsibility for our business. So if you don't include the other stakeholders, if you don't insist on regular reviews of the plan, if you don't have metrics, milestones, markers, whatever you want to call them, that you're reviewing regularly, 
you are right. No one's going to follow it. You're absolutely right. As, as Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Well, if you think no one's going to follow it, you're right. If you insist, if you are following it, if you are the one being the champion for your business plan, yeah, uh, I'm uh, Jerry, E plus R equals O, I forgot. Um, I'm, I'm still waiting. Somebody's going to come up with it. I'll, I'll tell you before I move on to the next one, but uh, I'm, I'm going to let, I'm going to let the, uh, the viewers, listeners here come up with it. <laughs> June, thank you. I appreciate your clarification. And Martha, yes, I probably do need some coffee here this morning. I was trying to avoid it, but it uh, seems like the, the rainy day has uh, given me a need to artificially energize with some caffeine. So, um, but here we go. Todd, thank you. Events plus response equals outcome. So if, if we're talking about E plus R equals O, meaning the events, the things that happen, like uh, thinking that nobody's going to follow it, nobody's going to follow it is the event. What our response to that event is, i.e. insisting, being the, the champion of the plan, having meetings, having milestones, having conversations about it, um, those can be our responses equal what the outcome is. So if, if the event is no one will follow it, if our response is to be the champion of the plan, then the outcome will be people start following it. But if the event is nobody's going to follow it and our response is to not do a business plan, not have that plan and to just say, okay, then the outcome is going to be you don't have a plan and you potentially don't have any idea what success is. So you're just going to be spinning your wheels and you might not be able to overcome challenges and, and whatnot. So there we go. Good job, Todd. Um, yeah, Todd, Todd's had to listen to this for probably more often than most of you guys. So uh, you know, he, he does get to get me on my little E plus R equals O pulpit probably more than he'd like. So, um, all right. So nobody will follow it anywhere. Ultimately, it becomes our responsibility. We have to be the champions of it. We have to be the ones that are not only following it ourselves, but, but having that conversation. You can't just throw it out there, drop it on somebody, and then walk away. You know, it has to be part of the conversation it has to be part of your business. Um, when I was out at ThreadX, Pete Loveless, who's been on the two regular guys, and, and we and recently talked about this as kind of like a flywheel. You know, so when you think of a flywheel, flywheel is something that, you know, as you start to spin it, it continues to gain momentum. And so at first, there's a lot of effort that has to be put into moving this flywheel to get this thing moving forward. Um, but as it starts to move forward, it becomes easier and easier to get it to turn. And so a business plan is kind of like that flywheel. At, at, at the first, it, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of not only just putting it together, but reviewing it, getting people involved, ha having those things get in place. The, the working on your business part take, takes that effort. But after you've put in that effort, after you've set some processes, after you've set the, 
hey, we're going to do this quarterly and this is how it goes. It gets easier and easier and easier. And soon you're going to find that people are going to gravitate towards it if you have employees or if you have other people working with you and that you're not the only one championing it anymore. In fact, you can kind of step back from it and, and let other people run with it and, and do things like that. And again, even if it's just you, there are other people involved in your business. You know, you've got some somebody around, you know, whether that's, you know, vendors that you work with or other things like that. Again, you don't have to have meetings with your vendors, but if you have that clear understanding of who you are and what you are and what your success metrics are, what, what your goal is, then you will be able to more easily share that. You'll be able to more easily work with the right people at the right time. So um, thank you, Jerry. Appreciate that. Good analogy. All right. So that is um, number three. No one will follow it anyways. And so again, it's up to us to take 100% responsibility, E plus R equals O, to get to the point where we are all following it. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Okay. All right. So the next one that I've got here is I need to be nimble and go with the flow. So I can't be held down to a business plan. All right. Well, interesting. And again, I've, I've said that, I, you know, I've, I've thought that, you know, I, I, I need to, to do that. Um, I need to be nimble and go with the flow. I'm trying to think what, what other things flow. Oh, I know a toilet flows and what goes into a toilet. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're not going to get all graphic here, but going with the flow is not always the exact thing that you want to be doing because going with the flow doesn't always lead you to the right place. So if we're t thinking about the toilet, is that really where we want to go? But if we're just going with the flow, well, guess what? We don't have the choice as to what's going to happen. So uh, being nimble is one thing. I to totally get that. As a small business, that's how we differentiate ourselves. You know, we can make changes. We can go from um, offering shirts for spring sports to offering floor graphics and masks and Maybe we're sewing and now we're doing things that, that we weren't doing yesterday. And that is all wonderful, fantastic stuff. Why I love small businesses, because we are able to be nimble. But a plan is about knowing what your destination is when you, when you go on a road trip, for example. You know, if you don't know what your destination is when you go on a road trip, you'll be focused on just what's right in front of you. And if you're focused on what's just right in front of you, you might end up and most likely will end up just driving around in a circle. All right. <laughs> so driving around a circle, sure, that could be enjoyable if you're just out on a, a Sunday jaunt. But uh, I don't think that you want your business to just be a Sunday jaunt where you're just driving around. I think you want your business to be a destination, an endpoint, a goal. And so if you have that destination, you have that endpoint, you have that goal, you can then, when you need to 
take a side trip or pivot or make mass or whatever, you still have those guiding principles. You still have that ability to go, okay, I can make this side trip, but I still know that I can get to my destination because I know this, this side trip is actually beneficial to my business because I have a plan. So having a clear destination, having a plan is, is about giving you that ability to stay on track. Um, Todd had a good analogy when we were talking about this stuff not too long ago, that a business plan can kind of be like the rails that, that hold a roller coaster in place. You know, success is all about the getting from point A to point B, but what happens from point A to point B is not this straight super highway that is super easy and then you just jump on it and hit the cruise control and go. No, success is definitely more like a roller coaster ride. You're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, you're going to feel like you're upside down and you're going to feel a little nauseous from time to time. You're going to be afraid of the next drop coming. Um, but at the end, you're going to get off that roller coaster and you're going to go, wow, that was cool. That was fun. I made it to my destination. I'm still alive. I learned a lot. Um, <laughs> all of those things are, are, are what a business is like. So um, yes, Todd, this is uh, uh, about what it's like. Hey kids, look, there's Big Ben as you continue to go around it. If you haven't uh, seen the movie with uh, Clark Griswold and uh, them driving around. Hey kids, look, Big Ben, Parliament for a hundred, hundred times and never getting anywhere. All right, so let, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, there was one other thing that I wanted to to talk about, but I'm not finding it in my notes. So I'm gonna take this from, from memory here. And um, so one other reason to have a plan is in general, it's, it's like, um, oh, there it is. Okay, I did find my notes. <laughs> All right. Um, so yes, the reason to have a plan is that, again, I hope at this point we all agree, and I think we can all agree that spending some time working on our business is, is really important. Um, studies have shown that the first 15 to 20% of anything we do is actually the most important part of that project. Um, you know, it, it gets the most done, it's the most valuable, uh, you know, it, it's most likely where the 80-20 rule comes from. If you haven't heard of the 80-20 rule, uh, you know, it, it's basically things like um, 20% of your customers do 80% of your business, 20% uh, of your customers uh, complain the most, um, you know, those kinds of things. So the, the first 15 to 20% of everything that you do is, is the most important part. So if that's the case, if we can all agree on that part, let's try something for the rest of the week, for example. Let's, let's use the first 15% of each day to that we we're planning on spending some time in our business. Let's use that first 15% of each day to spend some time doing nothing but working on our, yes, there we go. Thank you, Will. And I won't be able to say it right. That's why I didn't bring it up because I couldn't say it right. <laughs> Pareto principle. Yes, that's, that's what it was. It finally clicked in my head. Definitely need the caffeine this morning. Boy. Um, so. That let's let's use that first 15% of each day to do things that are about working on our business. 
you know, that could be, you know, discussions with a partner, discussions if you have employees, that could be some market research. Um, and, and that can and should be also spending some time working on your business plan. So instead of moving it back on the calendar, instead of changing it in your to-do list, chunk it down a little bit. Just say, you know what, I'm just going to spend 15% of my time today on working on my, my business. And I want you guys to do that for about five days at least. Because here's, here's, here's where it comes back to you. Let, let, let's, let's use another analogy here that, that uh, has helped me also reframe this whole working on my business thing. Um, how many people, when they go grocery shopping, have a list that they go by? And then if you do have a list when you go grocery shopping, how hardcore are you about your list? Do you just go in with your grocery list and do you go in and just buy the things on your grocery list? Um, so how many people do that? And then on the flip side of that, how many people don't have a grocery list? How many people just go to the grocery store and... Um, you know, kind of go, ah, I'm going to walk around. I know, I know my grocery store. So I kind of go and I get the staples and, and, and all of that stuff. So there, there's probably going to be some people on both sides of this, but, but studies have shown that people that go to the grocery store with a grocery list, two things happen. A, they spend less money on groceries. B, they make healthier decisions when it comes to their groceries, if they have a list and they follow it. And, and so to me, this whole business planning thing is a lot the same way of having a grocery list. We're, we're picking out the things that we need beforehand. And so the more you can do that with your business, the more you're going to make healthy decisions for your business, the, the less money you're going to spend. Because when we just walk into the grocery store and we let our whims, we let our monkey brain take control, um, you know, I, I do this all the time. I walk in there and, and, and I don't go with a list and I just show up and I just kind of go and I'm walking through. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. That looks good. Oh yeah. I do need that candy bar. And, oh, maybe I should get that uh, 18 pack of Coke or, or whatever. But the times when I go into the grocery store and I go, okay, here's what's on my list. I need to get stuff for salad. I need to, you know, I walk out with a much smaller bill because I've stayed focused. I also walk out with the things that I actually need to be putting in my body to be healthy. So the same thing happens with the business plan. So, so let's, let's do that. Let's spend the first 15% of each day. So when we talk about 15% of each day, let's say, and again, we're small business owners. So this is like a pipe dream, but let's just say it's an eight hour day. Um, let's say it's, it's the nine to five. That's about an hour. It's a little bit over an hour. So can you find a way to spend one hour? And it doesn't have to all be one hour right at the front, but it should be good. So one of the things that I've found is really helpful for me is, is taking that time at the beginning of the morning to not only plan out my day, but to really spend that time thinking about the working on my business part of things to, to really get the plan and, and get some clarity. Um, Todd and I are working on a, a little project right now to kind of make sure that we really can measure our success. And within that process, we've kind of had to try to pick out words that mean something to us. Um, 
we can all kind of go, ah, that seems a little bit crazy and it's all about semantics. But if the words don't motivate us, don't make us do something, then it's not right. So if I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm helping a thousand businesses achieve their idea of success, you know, what does helping mean? What is their idea of success? How do we measure that kind of thing? You know, so those are the types of things that I want you to be working on. Sp spend, again, 10 to 15% of your time each day for five days doing that. And then tell me how that feels. Um, so there we go. So there's your mission. That's your, that's your homework, so to speak. And let's, let's try that for five days. Um, so these can be things like, you know, let's, let's, for those of you that are our success group members, um, let's spend some time getting ready for the training coming up on Wednesday. We're going to be talking about determining your why, you know, so maybe you need to go back to last week's small business Saturday and spend a little time working on your core values. Or maybe you want to, um, if you go over to oursuccessgroup.com slash resources, and I'll pop that banner up right now, uh, maybe I got to hit the right button. There we go. Oursuccessgroup.com slash resources. You can get over there and you can grab a list of core value words. And maybe you can spend some time working on that. Or you can also go over to that, that resources page and you can grab a one page business plan and you can start jotting in some notes there. And, and getting ready for that. So maybe maybe that's what you do. So those, those are that's what I want you guys to do. Those are the excuses. Those are why you, they don't hold water. And I hope that what we all took out of today, besides my rambling, was that we all have the excuses. We all have the reasons why we shouldn't. But let's start finding some reasons why we should. And and I think we we're able to discover together some reasons why we should. And uh, so there we go. That's on my list for today. Todd, what, what specifically is on your list for today? Um, and uh, here we go. Jerry said, the reason most businesses fail is the first few years is because this is hard. We have persevered. Jerry, 100%. And, and you know, the, the studies are kind of all over the board. Um, you know, I, I read a lot of small business. When when I say a lot, I read that like 85% of small businesses fail in the first year. Um, I'm not sure if that's 100% true because I've read other studies that say differently, but it is hard. And, and so my point here is let's find reasons why we should succeed. Um, there we go. List for today, Todd. Pick out my three favorite words. Cool. Yes, our, our little little project. And I'm happy to, to share that that stuff with you guys um, if you'd like to see what we've we've come up with there. And again, it might seem like it's just, you know, maybe a waste of time or semantics or, or, or some of that. But there is value there, right, Todd? I mean, you know, back me up on this. There is value to getting those words right to, because when we have those words and we can practice those words, it's kind of like an actor. You know, an actor's got to remember their lines, but if the actor can feel it, then they're a good actor. If the words matter to them. They have a great performance. <laughs> June says, I guess I need a business plan then. I have carrying some of those excuses as well. Um, June, again, my, my main point here, though, was not to make anybody feel bad about this. Again, we've all had these excuses. We all do. In fact, 
you know, I'm somebody that talks about business plans a lot. If you follow me at all for the last several years, um, I talk about them all the time. And yet I still manage to find a way to let some of these excuses control what I'm doing. So it just means that we need to reframe it. We need to think differently about it. We need to prioritize it in such a way that it makes sense. You know, we need to prioritize that not because it it's the thing we have to do because Aaron said so, or somebody else said so, or I feel like I'm not a good business person if I don't have one. We need to prioritize it because we know that it will actually save us time. We know that it will actually save us money. We know that it will help us get to success. So, um, <laughs> Jerry says, um, I also need my elevator pitch. And the elevator pitch comes out of your business plan. Your elevator pitch should be your mission statement. The elevator pitch can be your why. So yes, um, all of this is all the same. So don't compartmentalize these things. The, the, the taking the time to have your elevator pitch is working on your business. That, that's a win. That's a success right there. That counts as your 15%. Um, you know, Todd also said, keeping Aaron happy increases our chance of success. Hey, Todd's figured out he's worked on the business enough to know that uh, a happy Aaron makes for better business. <laughs> hey, a happy any of us in business makes for better business. By, by leading with positivity, um, it can really help. And, and it's something that I struggle with. Um, ask my wife. <laughs> we had a long conversation about that last night. So, um, Curtis, good morning at your regular job. Well, glad that you're tuning in to actually spend a little time on your business. And uh, let's see here. Um, Todd says, yes, they matter. Look and listen how, mar how you're marketed to. The words you hear, the things you see, it's all, it all matters. Um, Nan says, it's just good info, very eye-opening, and you break it down into easy steps. Well, good. Um, June says agreed and appreciated. Good. Wonderful. You guys are amazing and awesome. And thank you for coming along on this little, little journey with me this morning here for uh, what turned into going to be probably about 50 minutes now. Um, thank you guys very much. Appreciate that. It really helped me a lot. And uh, I hope that I was able to uh, help you guys as well. Um, Ruth, wonderful. Um, I, Hopefully that, that stuff to think about is good stuff for you. And um, you guys are amazing and inspire me greatly. So uh, thank you so much for, for being here. Um, if you are not an R Success Group member, I would highly encourage you to take a look and, and, and just reach out to us, you know, if, and, and just talk to us about it. Uh, you know, you don't need to sign up. Uh, I would certainly love you to go to rsuccessgroup.com and become a member. We're really excited about getting started on our business planning series next Wednesday. Uh, you know, Todd and I are going to bring you some more stuff to think about, but we really ultimately want to, in those training sessions, our goal is to not only give you stuff to think about, but also give you the tools to be able to make those things happen. You know, so we're, we're going to do some exercises about determining our why. We're going to show you how to take what you've got and break it down and to spend the time finding the words that matter and, and getting those things right and understanding that even if you don't want to be 
even if your goal is not to be the next Apple or the next big, huge company that has the Steve Jobs and, you know, that kind of thing, even if your goal is to just be, continue being a small business for the length of your business, having a why and having that understanding is so important because not only important for you, because it allows you to get over the tough challenges, but it's even more important for your customers because our customers need something to connect to us with. Um, and so understanding why we do the things we do will help our customers understand why they should be involved with you, why they should purchase with you, why you're trustworthy, why um, you're worth the value that you're offering. You know, so having those things really, really important. Um, all right. Mira, I'm working on organizing my files and my QuickBooks. Cool. Make sure that as you're working on that stuff that you are also spending the time of the working on the business part, meaning you're putting processes in place. You're documenting um, how you're going to keep that up so it doesn't become a huge mountain every time you look at it. You know, So if organizing your files and organizing QuickBooks is overwhelming, then you got to figure out how to chunk that down to where it becomes something that's just a regular part of your business. And that's what uh, working on the, the business is all about. Uh, Cindy, great show. I'm cooking, cooking and listening. Thank you. Uh, Cindy, I, I was hoping that you were tuning in because I also had a note here. Back on March 21st, we were talking about uh, synergy and energy. And uh, you were kind enough to share with us some of the things that you were doing. And you said that at the time you were actually giving away some hats. So uh, I wanted to check in with you. That's been about a month now. Anything come of those hats that you were giving away back there at the end of March? Um, so uh, I know you're cooking. So if you get a chance to pop in and, and just share that comment. Uh, my wife says, thank you so much. Always a good reminder of the importance of having a plan. Time to do and not overthink. High five, sweetie. You're doing a great job. Um, Yep, there we go. Mira says, we need to use Google Calendar to remind us what is next and to use our time. Uh, that, that's that's awesome. Yeah, having a calendar, having a plan. Um, I've really found a lot of help for me in using Asana or, or some sort of a task management system. I've talked a lot about that on some Small Business Saturdays, so you can check that out if you want to. Um, all right, man, you guys are great. Awesome. All right, anything else we missed? But uh, again, would love for you guys to go up to oursuccessgroup.com, check it out, reach out to us. Uh, you can email us over at, uh, let me get the banner up here, success at oursuccessgroup.com. Uh, you can reach out to me on Facebook Messenger. Um, what, what, however, whatever you want to do, again, would love to have you be a member, but at very minimum, just reach out to us and, and ask us about it. Tell us what's holding you back from becoming a member. You know, and and let's let's work out something because we really think that this whole process, this five keys process, is going to be a huge help for a lot of people. And so I need your help reaching my goal, which is helping over a thousand small businesses to their idea of success. And so if you guys would be willing to help me, I am willing to help you as well. And let's just do this together. All right. So I got a couple more comments, and then we'll get out. Um, Jerry, what do you use for taxes again? Uh, Jerry, I've, I've, I had used TurboTax for a long time. Uh, everybody have your drink ready. My, my dad was a CPA for 25 years, so I always had him in the background to kind of uh, 
be my safety net there and, and check things out and make sure I wasn't getting myself in trouble. Um, but I've actually since switched to a company called Anchor Bookkeeping. Um, and I'm trying to type it in right now. And there we go, anchorbookkeeping.com. And um, so they actually do all the bookkeeping for us now. And, and that's been a huge weight off of my shoulders. Um, I don't like the accounting side of things. So they do the accounting. And the nice part too is that um, Emil, who is the founder, one of the founders of Anchor Bookkeeping, is also our accountant. And you saw him a couple of weeks ago uh, when we talked about the CARES Act. So, you know, if you need an accountant, he's also a great accountant. And so <laughs> it's really easy for us to just hand over our stuff to him because his company's already taken care of it. I don't, I'm not saying you have to use that. I know it is a bit more expensive than, than QuickBooks. I know it's a bit more expensive than using TurboTax or just doing it on your own. Um, for me, the investment in that has been worth its weight in gold um, because all that time I get back, now I'm able to take that time and generate more money than I'm spending on the anchor bookkeeping. So um, hopefully that helps. Uh, Cindy says, yes, that that was to a good friend. He ordered t-shirts also. Um, I also had a new customer, never met him and still haven't. He orders pays and I leave the caps in a mailbox. One of his workers ordered caps. So um, good, good. I, I, I'm glad. I, I, you know, I knew we talked about it, but uh, I appreciate you providing us the tangible proof that, uh, you know, sometimes giving uh, equates to getting. And uh, the more we give, the more we get. So awesome. Good job, Cindy. High five. Boom. Um, all right, Jerry, you're very welcome. Let's get out of here, guys. It's been uh, almost an hour, and uh, my goal is to always keep these to 30 minutes, but obviously this is a passionate topic for me, so uh, I will talk forever if you guys will allow it, and um, we need to get on to working on our business here. So thank you guys so much for your time this morning, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. Uh, Q&A with TNA happening, I think about four o'clock uh, is what we're shooting for, uh, so uh, look look for that, uh, Q&A. And, um, go to oursuccessgroup.com slash Q&A to get your questions in there and we will answer those questions. We've got a few questions to answer, but would love love more. Uh, and then Monday we'll do Q&A as well. And Tuesday is Tuesdays with Todd. And then Wednesday is going to be the first of the five key series for our success group training. So uh, really looking forward to, uh, again, spending virtual time with you guys every day for, <laughs> until we can get out of this whole coronavirus thing and that. Uh, uh, all these shelter in place orders go away and we can finally start getting back to a little bit of face to face. You know, we, it may be just face to face from six feet away saying hi, but that's OK. You know, that's a start. So um, thank you all so much. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.